1: Welcome back to Telenuanas, Nihuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Al Sandy to be with you on this very fine Wednesday evening. Hope you are having a wonderful day. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, Go give it a listen on uh, the podcast. The 2 tell Nuwana's podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, and listen at your leisure on your time, anytime you would like to. The podcast is available thanks to our friends at Blackfoot Communications. You want to call 361-3688, the phone number, 361-3688. All guests join us via the Ragged Brothers RV phone line. You can also listen live on the website, 1029ESPN.com. You jump in the stream anytime. The stream is available thanks to our friends at Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. It is time now, Coulter, for our ESPN roundtable. It is presented by Paradise Falls. And uh, for this one, Coulter, we thought, hey, you and me been around here a little while. We got a week left of this thing, so maybe we sit here and we have our ourselves a little. A walk down memory lane of, of sorts, right? To check in on what's going on. Now, you've put a couple things together. I realized that here we are in our, like, uh, you know, a uh, 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 socially distant and occasionally mm, buggy studio. Can I say it like that? Sometimes things not exactly working the way we want it to. Anyway, we got some sound for you. We got some other sound as well. But what do you want to do here? You want to just jump into this piece that we got right here for the people? What are we doing?
0: Well, I mean, I pulled a couple pieces from when you were doing two with Two Tell as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe just start with the the history of this thing, man. I mean, I think that people know the iteration and reiteration of first Two Tell and Tucker, then Two Tell and Tatanka, T- 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 and then Two Tell mm-hmm. and Nuwanes. Mm-hmm. But give them the whole broad story. I mean, you've actually been working as a little broadcast company for seven years, even though the radio show has been going for
1: yeah. Well, I guess, at six, I guess sure. it'll be uh, in in. Do I have that right? I don't know. Twenty. 2014 to 20. Well, I guess it is seven years. Yeah, it'll be seven years. And it would be seven years in March. Let's put it like that. So the better part of seven years that I've been here and uh, started on the air um, about six years ago um, with just a once a week daily show tuesdays with to tell myself self and tucker sergeant and tommy evans or dear tommy evans who i hope that we will hear from over the next couple of days uh esteemed engineer and longtime producer of this very show sitting in a room about the size of the table we're sitting at now no windows you're in the same room that the phone is ringing in the event that a call would come in and uh it was funny man when when i i really wanted to do this okay like when I first got the job at Missoula Broadcasting, it was always with the uh, you know the old Kansas City shuffle that I was going to have them looking right and I was going to go left and I was going to get out of the you know out of the out of the cube farm and into the studio and be on the air.
0: That's so unlike you, right? That's so unlike you to make a plan,
1: yeah, and then execute it. Well, I wouldn't with s- a
0: goal in mind. Yeah, I mean, not the wind or God
1: pl- steering the way. Plan is probably a little strong.
0: Well, I had—I had, the only I had an ever, idea. You're the only person I've ever known that has just let destiny decide their lives. Hey, man. I think it's why you're the only person I've ever known that's happy. <laughs> 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 oh man! Now, first of
1: all, that ain't true. And second of all, uh, you know, yeah, you know, if I may, if I may offer personal philosophy, a lot of people want to make it happen. I let it happen.
0: Well, here, here here's the uh, here's the best piece of advice I could give to anybody out there listening. I've done nothing but set goals, reach goals, plan for my life. My life is at least on par, if not accelerated, to where I wanted it to be at this exact moment. Maybe not in the situation. I didn't actually think I'd be living in Montana. Sure, when I was takes, 33, takes
1: turns, right? But, uh, but, uh, but, but I'm ha-
0: more than happy to be here. I'm very proud and and. Um, very humbled by the enterprise we've been able to build, both myself and my brother and you and I together. And I'll tell you this, I have never experienced a single second of satisfaction. <laughs> I have a, and that's on me. Come on no, that's, on, that's on me. Come on, that's on me. That for true. all I'm telling you ever, my, my advice is though, sometimes letting destiny guide you and sometimes letting the wind blow you where it may take you, will fi- you, you'll have a lot more a uh, lot more of a natural ability to express gratitude for your life. Yeah. Because if you do continue to set goals, that's a great thing, but it's very hard to ever become satisfied. Well, and that's uh, why I admire you so much. I, I, I,
1: I tend to agree with you. Now, here's the thing uh, on the goal setting. We were told our whole life to make goals and then go get the goals. And I did that for a while. And often it ended with me not getting the goal. And then it ended in disappointment. And then in the event that I did get a goal, which I couldn't honestly tell you now which one I ever knocked out. It was like, OK, it's good. Glad that I did that. And But, you know, OK. But now I got to say. A lot of this is personality. I'm not say I, I don't think that there's like some right answer that's the, the key for everybody. There's a lot of different people, a lot of different experiences, feelings, personality types, whatever it might be. I'm just saying, you know, Wait. I you know I tend to take it easy. That's
0: why I love the Big Lebowski. Really, to me, and this has been something that I've been really pouring in and studying hard for the uh, for the last better part of this long and endless year. <laughs> Is that it doesn't matter what your personality caters to or where your uh, natural um, way of being drives you toward. You just have to take a step back and have gratitude for for what your life is no That's matter right. what. That's right. And I just think That's that true. you have shown a great example of uh, when things maybe aren't within your control, then the odd mysticism that is the gratitude or that, 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 that leads to the gratitude is oftentimes, like you always say, you know, you always wait for everything to align and then you make your choice.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And you know, I am the optimist. Now, this is not this is not I'm not I'm not like the Tony Robbins optimist where I'm like out here trying to give motivational speeches all over the place. But I think, despite appearances very often, everything's getting better. Not everything, but in general, we're trending towards better and uh you know that gives me cause for for uh you know to, to look forward to what we got coming today tomorrow and so on and so forth with well not ignoring certainly the very real struggles and struggle. and it's not linear okay it's it's if i may say it is the uh it's the stock market and 2020 has without question been a uh, been a stock market what do they call it a crash it's been a crash on the upward trajectory of good but it ain't over, people. It's all it's all coming around. All that to say, uh, you know, I had I had this thought, like, well, maybe if I work at the station group that's got the ESPN in it, that then maybe you know that I would just be on ESPN, and at some point, uh, I might add. Pretty foolishly, my boss put me on the radio, and I say that sincerely because if you heard Tuesdays with Tootell. Um, you are not listening now because you were like, well, thanks, but no, (laughs) we ain't doing this. And so, uh, you know, it, but it was a great thrill and I was, you know, it was, it was, and it was, I mean, it was a dream to be on, on ESPN radio, to have a sports talk radio show and it continues to be that. I think a lot of times, you know, uh, people, certainly for me, now I, I've had, I, I think, I think this is, it's accurate to within two or three 35 actual jobs in my life where I've actually like filled out like an I-9 and a W-4 and got taxed on it and took home like a paycheck okay mm. some of those jobs have been seasonal some of those jobs have been temporary mm-hmm. uh, obviously they've all been temporary but actually temporary some of them have been more longer term none of them have been like I've worked here three times longer than I've ever worked anywhere in my whole life uh, and, and also lived here back in Missoula now as an adult three times longer uh, than I've lived anywhere in my life and the um I have had jobs that I've really enjoyed and would happily have gone back to. I've had jobs that I've absolutely hated and couldn't wait to get out of. The, this was a great sign that I made a good choice here because sitting here today, I am, I, am, I don't know if it's, it's, the excitement is different. You know, it's not, you know, I don't have, I guess, the nerves of being on the radio like you do the first couple of times that you actually do it. But the joy, I would say, for me, this is certainly not for everybody but for me being on the radio of talking with you, talking with my friend about sports in a, in a state, in my hometown, in my home state is a, it's an absolute pleasure. I love doing it. And also that is cause for great consternation when you when the wind blows you out of town, as it as it is for my wife and I. And so, you know, that's that's part of it. But. It has suited me to an absolute T, both the, the the job itself and the environment here for which I have very many people to thank and will over the course of the next couple of days. But, you know, that is sort of the start of it on one day a week, one hour a day doing this thing, and then uh, some things... You know, circumstantially took place, kind of internally that shifted a lot of things. Had nothing to do with me. I just happened to be a person in a place, and they said, "Well, you know, we should actually do this thing." And because it, you know, there was no monetary part in the in the thing. It was just trying to localize the content, maybe trying to, you know, get some exposure for some kids in town and that kind of thing. You know, in the in the early days. I say the early days, like I felt like Craig Johnson right there. You know what I mean? Like I've been at this for forty years. i was I mean, thinking for about five that years the way
0: here. Like we're sending you off after five years, not forty one.
1: No, no doubt. I mean Craig Johnson. He's the he's the star right there. I love that guy. So in any case, uh, but but then you know with, with Tucker on here, and by the way, we anticipate Tucker being with us for a little while over I think on Friday he's going to be uh, uh, with us for a little bit since he is obviously the you know a huge part in the beginning of all of this uh, as well for a couple years with Tucker and it was it was great and we you know grew and sort of learned and got better and all that and so and then you know Tucker moves on. He's got other stuff that he's got to do, and 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 you know decisions about uh, his career and his life, and and made the absolute uh, right decisions to to do what he is now yeah. doing. And opened up the chair for you, and you to take a risk and come over here and do that is, uh, has been absolutely phenomenal, and added, uh, it has detracted noticeably from our, our beaver family content <laughs> at the back of uh, Tucker's house, but it has added to our sports content, which given the format that we're on, is probably the right way to go, and, uh,
0: and it's been uh, an absolute joy. So let's... So let's, August 7th, 2017, Yeah. Two and Tataka, the first episode. That's right. Is that what this well, is right it. here? I'm pretty okay. sure we tell the the origin story. <laughs> now you know, people of, may know. not
1: have remembered that this was that it was we we very early we you know to tell At this point, you're kind of used to it. But when we were sitting here, we had a naming. Remember that we had a game. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 end of the bench, heavyweights. Oh, all, uh, all sorts of all, names. all kinds of names came through. What we should call the show? Uh, and and. W- we just couldn't get something that worked. And then this kind of worked, and then there was a point at which you're like, eh, we probably should just go away from from, from 2 tail and and Just call it 2 tail and because that's what it is. And we're just going to, you know, they're going to have the journalism thing and do that. So, okay, so this is the first, this is the opening of our first show together. Is that what we're hearing that's right, right here? Here we go, boys. Go, boys and girls, going back to uh, August of 2017. Here we go. Harris, great to be with you on show number one of Tutel and Tatonka. Ryan Tutel here. Coulter Nuana is over there. Coulter, officially welcome, my friend.
0: I haven't been able to wipe the smile off my face all day. So so excited to be here, and Am yet I- you still sound depressed. That's <laughs> <barely. laughs> <laughs> because I haven't been warmed up by you yet. Yeah, we're, that's we're, right. We're here, we're here, and now we're good. And I no, it's I'm happy to be here. And like they say, the first time's always the worst time. So hopefully, we, it's all uphill from here.
1: That's, let's set a very low bar that's and right. just incrementally. Just day by day. Uh, hey, if you would like to get in touch with the show, a lot of this is all the same, okay? You know it already, but again, so you are aware. Uh, Facebook slash ESPN Missoula, the website 1029ESPN.com. You're going to need both of those right now, right now, because we got something special coming for you uh, to start this thing off. Also on Twitter, at Gus Tutel, at 1029 ESPM, and at Skyline Sports MT, if you would like to follow. See, you don't even use the personal handle. What you do you have, I do have sometimes? You tweeted
0: from at Colton Nuan. Yeah, well, so basically, we, I, you know, if I ever want to tweet about something in the greater sports world at large, yeah. uh, or the other day there was a Twitter poll going around, who are your five favorite athletes? Saw that. Albert Bell made the list. I for love you. me some Okay. I, uh, you, if you know me, and you 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 uh, used a wrestling GIF earlier today yes. to express yes. your excitement, or the Nature Boy Ric Flair, if I'm not mistaken, believe that's correct. Uh, I love me some wrestling, and I always love the villain, and therefore, I always love the villain when it comes to pro sports as well. Albert Bell and Barry Bonds are probably my two favorite baseball players oh, of all man, time. I to this. I love that they're hated. That's what I love about them. So.
1: Um, I was listening to a TEDx talks on on heroes and villains today. How how seamlessly this is all integrated in, in my in my Monday afternoon. Well,
0: that's why we love sports, right? The dichotomy of good and evil, the rooting for the hero, the glorification, the rooting against the villain. That's it's 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 a parallel that we've always loved throughout humanity. The Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, like the, the heroes. Right. And everybody the villains hates the, the Green best. Bay Packers. And everybody how they the Minnesota me Vikings. with a Vikings
1: fan is beyond me. What is management up to <laughs> that you were able to slide through? The
0: just cracks <laughs> the bottom of the sewer. Okay, The best, the best part is the only team I av- actually just really, really root for is the Minnesota Vikings. We, can, we don't even have any cross paths on baseball or basketball or football besides the Vikings and the Packers.
1: I'm so happy about what's about to happen in this football season.
0: Oh, my gosh. We're going to have some of the most ridiculous on-air bets that you can imagine <laughs> when the Vikings and the Packers and, play each other. And you're going to lose every one you're of them. You're going to come to work without any hair, no uh, eyebrows.
1: Dude, I, already, I already had to frost my tips back with Tucker <laughs> once upon a time. He had to do a cold lap. So we got plenty of we got plenty of history, and we're going to build on that uh, here. Uh, also... Just so you're aware of the podcast, it's available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes. You can also listen to that on the uh, website on 1029 espncom And the stream is also up and running, 4 to 6 Mountain Standard Time. I say Mountain, why? Because you can hear it anywhere on the globe. You can get a hotspot, so you're going to have to look up your time difference and do it there. My sister in South Africa, she wakes up, she sets her alarm 3 a.m. every day.
0: What a great sister. That's a that's a lie. That's a complete
1: lie. <laughs> I she mean, is knowing how nice your so sisters
0: are, though, I wouldn't actually she, be surprised.
1: She is very sweet. She does listen from time to time, but only if she's up with one of her 100 children. And uh, <laughs> so it's probably actually pretty regular that she does tune into this thing. Sure. My sister is pretty nice. Uh, she also, yeah, she, that's she's definitely not waking up for this. Although, as we've talked about before, occasionally on a late Friday night, maybe she waits for colder to say offensive line and... Uh, and has one for the uh, for the for the offensive line group. That was fun. You know what's funny? We were sitting here talking while we were listening to that culture. I mean, that is. Other than we said in there, it's the first show. It's pretty indecipherable. <laughs> I mean, three and a half years, right? Yeah. Like it's like. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yep. We nailed it. Yep. Consistency of product. You don't want to go in and have a great burger on one day and it's mediocre the next day. You'd rather just have it mediocre every day. Yep. And that's what yep. we have brought to you.
0: Well, uh, and we didn't really tell the origin story of this, but it's, it's funny because we have talked about this on the show from time to time. I've known your family my whole life. When yep. we moved to Missoula in 1993 when I was six years old, your brother Austin was one of my first friends and remains one of my best friends yep. and uh, your sisters were both uh, Lindsay particularly, your younger sister, she is only a couple grades older than me so I was in school with her for most of my time as right. well but you were older and when you were kids, 8 years is a lot and so I didn't. I knew you. six and a half. and a half and you were 8
1: grades older than us though. No, well 7. 7, seven, seven grades 7 of, grades. Seven sure, grades yeah, sure,
0: okay yeah. so but I mean I wasn't even in middle school by the time you had moved away after high school. That's so right. We didn't really have any experiences the life like, a man. as adolescent Lessons. Mm-hmm. And you know, you were just kind of the two-tailed older brush. So I didn't really know you as well, but I was actually friends with Tucker in college. And then when you and Tucker started doing stuff, he said, Hey, we should call my buddy who knows Big CI Conference sports, have him on the show from time to time. And you were like, Oh, I know the nuanas kid. Okay, let's do yeah. it. And that kind of ended up into you know, what we're doing now. But I, I thought I was going through the timeline of some of the most notable um, pieces of news and things that we've covered. Yeah. Over the last uh, three and a half years, and uh, you know, by the way, shameless plug: two-time winner of the EB Crane Awards for best sports coverage in the state of Montana. That's right.
1: But and three I want to ask by you. By I want to
0: ask you this though, because this show was distinctly a very fun, comedic show filled with commentary, analysis, some poignant moments, but mostly just a lot of uh, laughs. Yes, you guys were you got you guys <laughs> defining commentary and analysis. And not touching journalism, really. Correct. I come in here, I have this whole journalism background, and August, I, I knew the first month I was on the show, it was a haphazard month because I was going back and forth to Bozeman. I, The moment in, in November of 2016, when Montana State beat Montana mm-hmm. with only completing two passes. That's right. I knew that was That's a foreshadowing right. for what would be a fork in the road. I knew that losing to a four-win Bobcat team put Bob Stitt squarely on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be a gigantic year for both programs, yep. more particularly the Montana Grizzlies. I was excited to get back to Missoula because I wanted to have an a, up-close ver- view of, of what was going to happen. Well, then, a- as we know, Montana loses in Bozeman, second straight loss to the Bobcats. That was their first time losing to the Cats back-to-back years in 14 years. Yep. And, I, and at that moment, Skyline Sports was rolling. Kyle Sample, my good buddy, and one of the best colleagues I've ever had was working for me. Yep. And we started Woodward and Bernstein in it. And we had all sorts of different things. And I remember at the moment, you were very tenuous about this. And our boss was just straight up like, what's going on? Are we going to die? Are we going to get sued? Are we going to get taken off the air? Because she didn't know like the, the just the, the how much of a the journalism. Um, she didn't know how seriously we were taking the journalism. Mm-hmm. And so then... This whole thing comes to a head with Montana losing again, and then all of a sudden it's just story after story. Mm -hmm. The the potential renewal of Bob Stitt, the non-renewal of Bob Stitt, the fallout from that. All of a sudden, who's going to be hired? Bobby Houck. Then we break it. But at that moment, what did you think of what the show was becoming? Because it went from this lighthearted thing to this very hard-hitting analysis that was also accompanied with probably the two biggest scoops in the state of montana when it comes to sports of the last five years well a couple
1: things first of all um those you know obviously from a sports standpoint and frankly just from a straight news standpoint you know the the hiring and firing of the football coach in missoula or bozeman is the biggest story that there is in the state period and barring some other, you know, crazy thing happening, that is going to—that's not—they're not, thats not leading the sports segment of the news. That's leading the news. Sure. And so, to have you here when that was going on, I think was very, very important, invaluable, in fact, because uh, because that was what this needed to be. I would also say this: I I went uh, to school for broadcast journalism. But I never have been a journalist as such. Okay, I'm I you know I do some reporting now and have for the show for a long time. But I'm not, I'm not a journalist. Okay, I'm not I'm not classically speaking. To watch you and then Kyle Sample breaking uh, 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 the Bob Stit firing from my living room. We were my huh? dining room. That's right. And. The Bobby Houck hiring, same spot, same chair at the table, and I'm sitting. I'm not. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I am just watching it happen and knowing that this news, which is significant, which has huge state, you know, huge ramifications, so many people is being publicly now disseminated from my house. It was a thrill. I I got like the romance of what journalism is, and why. And you know, my fondest memories, honestly, uh, outside of this show, are. Two Montana Montana State football games in Bozeman. Yeah. Because first of all, it's a little mini vacation for old Gus to tell <laughs> get out of Dodge, have a night, maybe two, and like you know do the thing, Howl at the moon after the cat's paw, how, how, do do the whole thing. But then after the game, with the drama and the narratives that were surrounding the game, to walk in and watch your brother and Jason unloading. 1,500 f- pictures that they'd taken in the last three, three and a half hours. Watching you, Kyle, maybe another person, banging away on the computer. Who Tang? Writing, 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 writing. Me sitting there, enjoying some of the good stuff, watching <laughs> it all happen, and the magic that is, like the journalism post-game of of, of the Cat Grizz rivalry, it was, it was magic. It was magic. And those are some of my absolute best memories. Let's take uh, a moment here and go to the phones and welcome in a guy who I know is a long time uh listener of this show and I am also happy to say a friend and acquaintance that's uh that we have here Geo on the line Geo welcome in
2: my man how are you Oh man I just was like thinking about like when you guys said the number and I was like oh my gosh I've been this for a long time Yeah, have a older. long time been my mid-day. What the heck happened? Uh, but anyways, the, thing, the, the few memories I got to say is like, I remember when Tucker was on the show and talking about Masala when I used to work there and him getting burnt by some of our uh, Laotian bang bang sauce. And that was fun. But the thing I actually remember <laughs> about Colter before he even came on the show, just because, you know, the show, it is what it is. And it's I love it. And that's why I like it. It's also probably why I really love listening to Dan Levitard, because it's just, it is what it is. And that's the nicest like, thing anybody's ever said to me.
1: And the meanest thing anybody's yeah. ever said to Coulter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> come on. But when Coulter would come on, I'd be like, man, this guy's too good for the show. What's he doing on the show? <laughs> I'll <laughs> take that like, as a compliment. Because you, you guys are talking about whatever, and then they're like, hey, we're going to bring Coulter on the line here. Coulter's like, all right, guys, this is what's going on around the big sky right now. Here's, a, here's how it's going to stack up in the playoffs, I think. And I'm like, wow, I learned so much. I thought I followed football, and I thought I followed basketball. Coulter just enlightened me to a whole other stage. But the thing I have to say that is the most consistent and is still the most beautiful thing to my ears, especially when I get just that light little lilt, is when Coulter laughs his Burt Reynolds laugh. It's just like, <laughs> I could be having a crappy day on the And he just goes,
0: ah!
1: <laughs>
0: so true. It's always at the end of a laugh. It's always at the end. Here's maybe a- that's exactly what I'll do for 2021. Maybe I'll shave myself a Magnum PI mustache. Oh, Glorious!
1: Oh yeah, uh, I am into no. that. Well, I'll tell well, you no, what—the
0: place I go get my hair cut—they shut down the beard trimming again because of the COVID. That's fine. I don't yeah. want to get COVID from the beard trimming, anyways. No. Uh, but I think I might just Not go full it. 2021. Yeah, just, just let no it ride? no shaves. Oh man, no shaves, no haircuts. I think this is. I might just be I might great. just channel my inner Tootle. I might wear this ESPN shirt every day for three sixty-five. Man,
1: you you only need a one here. shirt because you'll notice. Break. You only have one torso, you know?
2: So that's all you need. But the thing is, you got to find a shirt secondhand and then wear it every day. That's
1: right. true. And by the way, the first wash comes after the first wear, not before it when you get
2: from the thrift shop. Uh, Gio, uh,
1: Why?
0: Gio,
2: go ahead, go ahead. Oh, you guys are amazing. I love you guys. Um, 2020 sucked, but you guys have been in a bright spot. So keep bringing it. And hopefully the next time we see each other, hopefully sometime soon, We'll have another baby blood with us, and so it'll be a great time. And maybe we can take some more pictures and have a good memory. So you guys are awesome. Love you guys. And uh, thanks for getting me through all the hard years of Notre Dame football for the good season. (laughs) And uh, I just appreciate the help of you guys. Well, Gio,
1: appreciate that. Gio's been a, a longtime supporter of this show, and and I'm happy to say that we've had the opportunity to meet on several occasions, including uh, the photo op with his uh, with his firstborn very early on uh, in a bar, which is, I think, what it's supposed to be uh, in the state of Montana. That's, plastic, Montana. that's right. And uh, and for people who maybe didn't, he said Baby Blood, and people are maybe going, what's good? That's Gio's surname, okay? Gio Blood is his last name, so that's what he's talking about for people who, uh, you know, are trying to understand what the context of that comment was about but uh you know geos geo we appreciate you man thanks so much for the call all
2: right take care be good boys
1: there you go i mean that's at the end of the day right it's the point that's why we're here it's what we're doing we're doing you know we're well we're doing it for ourselves because we like it so let's not kid ourselves this is first and foremost selfish but secondly you know for the for the folks who are into it for the folks who, who like it and that's you know it's not for everybody that's okay but for who it's for uh hopefully it's been uh fun it certainly has been for me and it will continue to be
0: espn roundtable presented by paradise falls in missoula one last message yes before we tell you all the good things about Pete falls mm. from ross loyal listener yeah also winner of one of our wings today congratulations he says, ross. he says i appreciate you too as a duo i'm legitimately a little off my game getting the news i'm losing both Ryan and Levitar basically at once. I can't believe it. I'm jealous of their family's cojones for hitting the road. A heartfelt thank you to you both. Let me know if you ever want a random firefighter to stop by someday. Who knows entirely too much about the NFL.
2: Oh, boy. Thanks,
0: Ross. We appreciate it, buddy. And uh, enjoy those wings. Paradise Falls, presenter of the ESPN roundtable. And have no fear, the ESPN roundtable will continue to march forward, actually lining up a potentially really big time guest for next week. Gus's first week away from the show. But, uh, Go check out Paradise Falls. They have all sorts of new stuff. They got a new floor. They got new TVs. And now they're getting new sound. And so you're going to be able to watch. My goodness. They're the one of the only places I know of that can stream both the Pluto channels at the same time. So if the Lady Grizz and the Grizz are playing at the same time, which they will be during all of conference most, play, yeah, and you can't go. Yeah. Go down to Paradise Falls because you can sit there at your own table, socially distanced from everybody, and they have huge big screens with two separate sound systems so they can play the games at the same time. They can switch between the sound. They can feature one of the two games. but You can have both Grizz, Lady Grizz, plus other Big Sky Conference action, Bobcats and other. 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, 18 draft beers, 36 big screen. I guess probably now 40 big screen TVs with their new ones. Upgrades. Go check out Paradise Falls on the south side of Missoula. Open 7 a.m. to midnight. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot.
1: Quick break on the other side. The best part of covering sports in Montana, what is it? Maybe more importantly, why is it? We will discuss that right after this. Hey, we live in this great state so we can enjoy it, right? But if you're a business owner, you know how hard you work and sometimes it's at the expense of your own free time. Well, that is where Black Bookkeeping and Consulting Services comes in. Black Bookkeeping and Consulting Services is a virtual bookkeeper that helps small businesses organize, maintain, and grow their business, which helps keep your business running smoothly. Also, Gives you more time to do what you love. Well, Black Bookkeeping and Consulting Services offers monthly bookkeeping and will even clean up previous month's books. How about that? Go back in time, help you get to the present so that you're all in order and ready to go. Visit online, blackbookkeepingllc.com, blackbookkeepingllc.com, and schedule a free consultation today.
3: Blackfoot, connect to more.
1: Welcome back at Gus Tutel at 102.9 ESPN at Skyline Sports MT. There's some Twitter handles for you. Thanks for checking us out on ESPN Radio and across the state on SWX Montana. Great to be with you. Uh, Coulter, there was some other sound that I didn't get. I don't know what this sound is, okay? But Kay. you put it on the list, so I want to play it. I don't know what this sound actually this is. This is
0: the first rejoin for from Tuesdays with Tutel. The first ever the rejoin? Day. Okay, yeah.
1: let's hear it. Let's see what it says. <laughs> to tell on ESPN Montana and ESPNMontana.com. Wow. ESPNMontana.com. That's pro and that's going going back. Now, that's going back a couple of iterations right there. You might be
0: going back. You never know, dude. That's right. The rebrand is underway. (laughs) So what what happens when you rebrand and then retrospectively uh, go back to the first brand? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't either.
1: I mean... Yeah, hard to say. Uh, it, there's a whole bunch. I believe the uh, the newest <laughs> Warren Miller film that's just come out is called Future Retro. Nice. Okay. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, like maybe. how uh, how neon is cool again, or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is, but I'm just trying to guess here.
0: Yeah. Well, for all the people that are uh, texting me, messaging, us, writing us messages, first of all, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of our day, because we do this with each other, but we do it for you. Mm -hmm. But uh, we were talking about just the the ways that our lives have changed over the last nine months, and everybody keeps asking me, well are you so bummed out that Ryan's leaving? And I think that uh, my answer to that question is twofold. No, I'm so proud of you for being able to explore and chase um, things that most people wouldn't have enough gumption to go do. Mm. But secondly, the number one thing I've learned from 2020, I think it's actually completely numbed me to any sort of disappointment. That's I'm not disappointed <laughs> by anything anymore.
1: Well, and you shouldn't be, because here's the thing. I mean, I think, I'm excited because I think there's tremendous opportunity, um, you know, in, in what is about to happen on this show. And we're, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for, first of all, the guest lineup that you have in the immediate future, and then in the middle intermediate future, uh, yeah, that's right. Immediate and intermediate future. Good. Uh, still working on the English. You know, now that I'm going <laughs> to be a, now that I'm going to be a homeschool dad in a trailer yeah, somewhere yeah. in America. Um, in any case, uh, it's going to be fantastic, and that's that's the thing. You know, for me, that the the professional decision on which this hinged is whether I believe that this not just this show but this place was in a good place you know going forward and I'm very happy to say that it is I'm 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 thrilled uh, about you doing this which you've you know you've been carrying the load already anyways so uh, the show carrying on uh, without me is going to be uh, is going to be fantastic and I will be tuning in and uh, you know Maybe occasionally we get a 2 tail from the road kind of deal going on. You know what I mean? Because hey. you know you got to see see what it is. Uh, for those of you who are not with us on Friday, you know what what, what, is, what is two-tail up to? Well, I would tell you, but I don't know the answer. What I do know is that I've obtained a truck and a trailer is in route to me, and I'm moving my family and myself into those two items, and we're going to go drive around. So that's what I know. And uh, you know, there's more to come. We got it. We got a YouTube channel on the way uh, and uh, an Instagram just for the uh, the documentation of the thing because who knows what befalls you out there in the world. But my experience is that it's been all good. We had a conversation that we're going to have, but yet again, we're up against it. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and then we can come back and talk about what, the, the mystique of sports in the
0: state of Montana? Is that the deal? I mean... Yeah. I just want you to tell me what you... I mean, you've, you've covered sports in a couple different areas. Yep. You watch sports from coast to coast. Yep. I just want to know what you think about what makes this place special because I think there is a distinct, uh, unique element to it. Two-tell new Ones, us, ESPN Radio. Come back. We'll wrap up
1: what's been a very fun, for me anyway. Hope it has been for you Wednesday show right after this. Hey, sports are back. And they're on, and they're on all the time at the Silver Slipper. 55 televisions for you to watch sports on. Or it's the NFL, college football. You got college basketball rolling. The NBA is about to open. Go check it out. They have drink specials every single day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, pizza. What else could you possibly need? There's no other place you should be watching your favorite team. The Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and they're urged to have a good time. Card Rubin's open. You can check that out. Visit online or Facebook. Check out them out on Facebook for daily drink specials and up-to-the-minute info. They're right across from the Country Club, right there off of Brooks. Okay, stop by today. See why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets.
3: Blackfoot. Connect to more.
1: If you missed anything in the show, listen on the podcast. The 2 tell Noir on this podcast is, uh, we've cleared 150,000 downloads on the podcast in uh, since, I guess, September of last year. So that's, uh, that's solid, man. Thanks to our podcast crew out there listening in. We appreciate that very much. podcast is available, too, uh, thanks to uh, Blackfoot Communications. want to remind you, Lost Trail Powder Mountain boys and girls it's open. Open for business. You got to go ski and go board and go to Lost Trail. Now, pay attention, okay? They're open Thursday through Sunday. You're not going early in the week. You're going on the weekends. 4 days a week, Thursday through Sunday, 9:30 to 4. Online losttrail.com, all the information you're going to need, you can buy individual tickets, you can buy season tickets, do all that there. Loads of safety precautions are in place so they can have a we can all have right a terrific season which is what we need. Get out of town. I mean, this is the best part of living in, you know, Montana for crying out loud. Going outdoors any time of year. Lost Trails where we want to go. Okay. face covering is required in all the lines I mean what do you how are you
0: ski without a face covering anyway? what's <laughs> the matter with you the guys? easiest transition right For crying out loud. you to learn <laughs> now you got a variety of face masks you don't just have your ski That's right' masks, you got all sorts of masks. Uh,
1: so uh, get that thing uh, on it's, it's it is required though in, in lines indoors outdoors and getting off the lifts and the ticket lines so you don't have to have it obviously you know when you're actually riding that but uh, you know when you're around people when you're standing there sitting there whatever uh, you know wear the mask do the right thing and stay uh, Stay safe out there. Uh, Directions, trail maps, lodging info, season pass info, conditions, everything. LostTrail.com. Very simple. LostTrail.com best snow man it just is always go down there down the Bitterroot, right there on the montana idaho border and uh and have a great ski season at lost trail powder mountain uh all right Coulter, to wrap up a wednesday we got a couple more days looking forward to this i think we're going to try uh, and get tucker in here uh, uh tommy i think is going to be back our dear friend regime i believe is going to join us if we could get him for a little while as well there's a couple of days so looking forward to uh to all of that but wanted to talk a little bit about the state of Montana and sports they're in, but I'm going to let you frame this thing up and sort of get to the point of what what you have in mind here.
0: Well, I think that sports are the tie that binds in American society, perhaps more now than ever. There's been different elements of sports, particularly on the pro level, that have become somewhat divisive, but they still promote discussion. Right or wrong, I think that there is a, a much greater platform for athletes, particularly male professional athletes, than almost any other member of our society. Um, I think that there's a lot of scrutiny when it comes to the glorification of athletes. And I think some of that's justified, but I think that sometimes the conversation gets lost because I think that sometimes people miss the the uh humanitarian and the instinctual elements of why we love sports mm. sports are cut and dry sports are black and white there is winners there is losers it's okay to be both how do re how do you react to the circumstance both within the battle of competition and then what play, what plays out in terms of the final result mm-hmm. people people have triumphs people lose their jobs people score touchdowns people get injured i think it's uh Part of what makes us animals more than just humans and I think that's why we gravitate towards it because it is a true meritocracy a true competition a true revelation for what it means to be uh, it's, it's a true expression of the human spirit but I think that in Montana more than any other place I've ever been and I cannot proclaim to have been around the world or even around the United States I have been all around the West to both all the metropolitan areas and all the, the rural areas. Yep. But I do think Montana is distinctly different than anywhere I've ever been because I do think that because it is so rural in Montana – but also because we have so much pride in where we're from and what Mm -hmm. makes us Montanans that the triumphs of our athletes are something that we cumulatively share, not necessarily an egregious or glorifying way, but in a true communal and spectacular fashion. And I think that that combined with the history of athletics in Montana makes the covering of the athletes in Montana have a mystique that doesn't exist anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well,
1: Look, I think that when you talk about what it is to be uh, in Montana or a Montanan is already pretty unique from a lot of places. And it is one, by the way, that mystique is surging significantly. I mean, look at the TV shows that are being made and look at the the, the population, you know, influx that we've experienced and people go, yeah, that's that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do now. I realize that folks who are, you know, from Montana have varying opinions about that happening. I understand that, but the idea that, that it is in uh, the psyche out there as something that is different, that is unique, that is special in some way, I think is pretty clear. And I think it's pretty accurate because because it certainly is. And thus the sports in the state of Montana
0: have that in them. They're built into it. I think one thing I'm so proud of of us for being able to express is we live in communities that um, have a lot of diversity in terms of the way that we think, but not a lot of diversity in, in terms of the ethnic backgrounds and the cultural backgrounds that we come from. Actually cultural, there is a lot, but yeah. I think that the main avenue of sports that we cover is the colleges. And I think that that is one of the great melting pots. It's one of my favorite parts about covering sports period. I always go back to this same memory, but I remember in the, the cat Grizz game in 2012 in Missoula, to Darius McGee, who's an African-American from a tiny town in Mississippi who went to high school in Ulysses, Texas, right outside of Dallas, went to Trinity High School, one of the 6A powerhouses, a high school with 5,000 kids, mm-hmm. and comes to Montana State. And he throws a touchdown to Cruz Seawing, who's from Seiko, Montana, population 230. Yeah. And I just thought, what a crazy confluence of events. You have this kid who's not even actually from Seiko. He's from a ranch fifteen miles outside of Seiko. He's not right. even from a place. Yeah. He's from his family's house. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and he's catching a touchdown from this kid. and like there's no way on earth, no circumstance in which these two people would have met, let alone worked together to accomplish a common goal besides sports. Yeah. And those guys are those guys are still friends to this day. Right. And that is such an amazing thing, you know, to have Somebody from, you know, a Chase Reynolds from Drummond, Montana in the same position group as Justin Green from San Diego and Lex Hilliard from Kalispell and, you know, Thomas Brooks Fletcher from Bellevue and all these different guys. I mean, it's just this collision of cultures. And I think it's in the state of affairs that we've gone through in America in the last nine nine months and let's be honest, the last 60 to 70 years. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest example to me of how we all can get along, how we all should get along. If you get to know your fellow man, there's such a small chance you're going to hate that person. Such a small chance you're going to yeah. like everybody that you get to know. The only reason you don't like them is because you don't know them. That's I, I couldn't agree with you more on on that. And I am that
1: that is one of the beauties and the uniquenesses of of particularly the college sports in the state of Montana. And I also think too, the um, the per capita buy-in. Here's the thing: is that. There are some places, we talked to Brian Fish, right, and he told us about Georgia, and he's like, guys, if you haven't been to the SEC, you just got no idea. And I completely believe him when he talks about like how how crazy football especially is in the South, in the SEC. And there's certainly something that is good. Unbelievably cool and exciting about that. I mean, I, I I hope to one day go to a night game in Death Valley, you know, and and see LSU play a football game. Not even for the game, but just for the experience of being there. I think it will be unbelievable. Also, there's something tremendously unhealthy about about this being the entire wrapped up identity of of a huge swath of people that are there. this is the thing. And in Montana, people care so very deeply about Montana, about Montana State. But, but I think care, that it's more in balance with the world and their life than it is in some places.
0: And they care about their neighbors and their fellow Montanans more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. The story, I can't remember if it was Woody Hayes or Bo Shea Black here, but he runs out of gas in the, the opposing team state and walks across the border to get gas because I won't buy gas in Ohio <laughs> or Michigan. <laughs> right, I can't remember which right. side of the rivalry he was on. Right. Uh-uh. You know, like you see the Auburn guy broken down the side of the road. You're an Alabama grad.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, you, the, Mon- the, the Montana Grizzlies stay staying the night in Livingston if I've got well, him. Right but, now. I mean,
0: but, but, but Montanan pulls over on the side of the road to help his fellow Montanan, even if he's driving a maroon truck and his buddy's got a bobcat bumper sticker. Sure, of course. The Alabama guy's leaving the Auburn guy on the side of the no road. No doubt.
1: No doubt. That's, that, that's true. And that is to, uh, uh, the, the feather there is in the Montanans cap in that one. Uh, not in the other. So uh, I think that's very cool. And there's so, there's so very much more, I mean, obviously, that we could delve into. And, you know, over the next couple of days, maybe we'll do just that. But we'll close that here, and we will continue with you Thursday. Looking forward to it. It's 2 Tell new It's ESPN Radio. Thanks for letting us